Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with one rental at a time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag one rental at a time. Now on with the show. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. I am positive that this video will be the most watched because it will have crash in the title. But what we're going to do here first is me and the Lumberjack, we're going to talk about a series of events that we think it would take to make residential, so we are talking single family, homes crash 20%. Uh, yeah, let's get into it. So Matt, uh, when you think about having the residential real estate market, single family homes, nationally speaking, crash 20%, what are some things you think would have to contribute to that? Uh, over 6% rates. Yeah. <clears throat> over yeah. 6% rates, yep. Um, yeah, let's actually talk about that a little bit more because yeah. again, I, there... Again, having studied the consumer for so long, it's not only over 6% rates that are important, right? If, if rates went from where they are today and in three years, they got to 6%, that would not cause a 20% crash because what will happen is people will get comfortable with those new payments and they will have had inflation in wages that would match that. What would happen is if we went suddenly, we're talking what are we today? Let's call it 4% today. If we got to 6% 30-year money owner OCK and 7.5% investor loans by April 15th, that would crush transactions, which sure. would be the start. <clears throat> so it's not only the rate, it's the speed of the speed rate. Of which. Yep, sure. That's step one. Yeah, I think that's yeah. absolutely required. <clears throat> I think the other one is... Um, the rate by which... Every, like the expense of everything... The not, and it's not just like really not just inflation because what's going on with oil right now is not just inflation, right? It's war. Yeah. And so one of the things that we've always talked about was, hey, barring war, barring mm -hmm. war, barring war, mm -hmm. war can do, war can do both. War can drive down markets and drive up markets, mm -hmm. right? Just depends on what the market is and depends on who, who's in the fight. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I think, I think that I think the other thing that will help crash the market is just the overall expense of everything. Mm -hmm. Like people having no capital, no movement. And then, mm -hmm. you know, su supply, supply, you know, the supply and demand, which is undefeated, that those, that paradigm starts to shift, right? Which is there's now going to become more supply. There's now less demand because everything is so much more expensive. And now you're starting, now you start to see the, the cracks in the housing market. Yeah. So again, the other thing that I think has to happen in my opinion, again, if we're talking, if you want a 20% crash this year, some mm. horrific things need to happen, right? I think a 20% crash this year is almost like getting struck by lightning. We're already mm -hmm. two months in. It takes, mm -hmm. it just, it real estate doesn't move that fast. But again, Jerome Powell comes out, suddenly turns into Paul Volcker 2.0. He takes rates up. We go to 6% by April 15th. That's step one. I believe you need a second thing to happen. You need the you need a deep, dark recession. And it needs to be yeah. quick. It needs to be like March 2020 drop. We need to get to double-digit unemployment. Because again, the other thing that has to happen, and I've lived through and invested through a real estate crash before. So this is not theory to me. 
We need people who own homes not to be able to make the payments. How do you do that? You have a lot of people unemployed because 98 or 97% of the people that are in their mortgages today are fixed rate. You don't have those arms waves like last time coming in going from 1% to 7 that makes it unaffordable, right? We have an entire debt structure that is different. Correct. But if we go from 3.8% unemployment on the U3 to 11, yeah, that will become a problem because people will burn through their savings. They will do this. They will do that. And oh, by the way, we need the government not to get free money, right? Because that'll be a If there's no program. That was what I was going to say. If, yeah. there, if there's no program, because there's plenty of people, 12 months, 18 months, 24 months of forbearance. Yeah. So again, that you have to take those other things out of the equations. There, there are so many things that have to go bad to get a 20% housing crash this year, mm -hmm. right? They, they have yeah. to be so bad. And then you have to have the government with the current administration loves handouts. So they also have to not do that because that would just be a band-aid to get, that'll be a small bridge to get people to the other side. Correct. I mean, it's, it's nearly impossible for a 20% crash this year. Real yes. estate certainly could go down 20% over years, but then you need a series of events, rates going significantly higher, unemployment. You need a recession that doesn't last six months. You need an 18 or 24 oh, month yeah. recession. Painful. Yeah, very painful. painful. Deep, dark, seven, mm -hmm. 1970s like, yeah. right? And it's possible. It is certainly possible. But you need these series of, of outside events. Also, you need banks to suddenly say no. I have lived through environments where banks go to investors and go, yeah, I know you have an 800 credit score. You're worth seven figures right. and have six figures. We're not giving you a loan for that property. We need banks to shut off, which they have done before. Yeah, right? one, of, one of my other ones was DTI, right? Yeah. Debt to income. And all it takes, because you and I saw it when we were investing through the Great Recession, it was a 700 credit score was no longer good enough. Nope. A 780 credit score was no longer good enough for a lot of banks because yeah. they just didn't want the exposure. They don't want it. Then it was, debt, then it was the payment, the down payment. I literally found places that were 50% down payments for three and four unit buildings. Yep. I was like, I can't afford that. I can't afford a 50% down payment. And that's what they wanted. Building. They didn't right? want, they didn't want to lend. Exactly. And that helped obviously that helps drive the price down because there's that many fewer people that can actually afford a 50% loan. Yeah. So this is, so again, the, the chance of a 20% crash in a year is so unlikely. And it's funny because the past episode, we talked about a 20% increase in a year and it kind of feels like a layup. But if we talk about a 20% crash over three, four, five years, this is all you have to watch. Again, this is residential. You need to watch inventory. That's why I talk about a buy box all the time. Uh, I think the last number I saw for single family homes, there's two, let's call it 300,000 available homes listed across the country. You would need 3 million homes. Then we could start talking about price drops because then the buyer pool, right? We go from having a buyer pool of a million on a 300, which is just a three to one ratio the wrong way. You go from a 500,000 buyer pool to 3 million inventory. Now you're picking off motivated sellers left and right. And again, I've invested in that environment. I know mm -hmm. what it feels like. It's yep. awesome. But, and the other thing to realize is most of you who are saying, I'm going to wait for a crash. Most of you would be so scared You'd be so chicken little, you wouldn't do anything. And you wouldn't get approved for a loan anyway. Yes. <laughs> You're not going to get, it. I mean, it just wouldn't. So the question is, is that, you know, in order to 
so this is really on the crash. So if to create inventory, they would have to do some sort of like a tax holiday, like forget 1031s. Like they would just have to say, hey, if you've owned it for more than X number of years, we'll give you a tax holiday. And then that would create some inventory. But I think people would be shocked at how little inventory that would create. No, because it all cash flows. I mean, right? Why is Wall Street coming and still buying single-family homes, doing build for rents? Because it's the it's the best risk-adjusted return on the planet today. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> I I like I said, I think even with all all of the open houses were still packed this weekend. Yeah, they're they're. I'm, I'm talking to real estate agents. I keep talking about inventory coming and growing. But also I've been telling everybody it's not to like April 15th or May 1st, right? All these buyers are coming off the side. And oh, by the way, what else has happened? They've actually had a little little, uh, a little uh, incentive with rates coming back a little bit. So again, owner rocks are dumping, jumping into the deep end with no inventory, crazy bids. We've got to burn that off. I, yeah, so let, let's, uh, let's wrap these three videos or these last two videos up with this. Mm -hmm. What do you think the chances are <coughs> zero to a hundred percent of real estate going up 20% again, residential this year, nationwide? Uh, 50, 50. Oh, I'll, I'll go 70, 30. Okay. What I do you think the, right. what, yeah. what do you think the chances are of real estate crashing 20% this year? 5%. I'll go zero. I'll go one. Cause you could always, I'll go one. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's so infinitesimally small, but <clears throat> if America gets drawn into this yes. war. But again, that's it's just days, right? I mean, this, this year is only 10 months. It's not even 10 months. You got less than 10 months now. But yeah. now let's go to the final question. What are the chances of a 20% drop over the next three or four years? Which uh, is certainly, in my opinion, a bigger possibility. What yeah, think? I, think, I think that's probably... Uh, I think that's, uh, um, I, yeah, I mean, I think that's probably 70 or 80% chance. I really? Think, wow. Yeah, I think so. Because I think, I think that we'll eventually off of, so I guess the challenges, right. Is I think we're going to come 20% off the peak. Sure. That may not be think today though. Right. Exactly. Right. So the challenge is, is that all these people are saying 20% crash, 20% crash. And we're saying it all last year too they've missed out on 20% increase. What's going to happen this year? I still think this year's single digits, but I think it's front loaded. We'll see how it goes for the rest of the year. So I still think we're single digits this year, but then that's still single digits, Mike. Yeah. And then next year, even if next year slows to 2% or even flat or even minus three, mm. that means we still have to give up this year plus last year. So yeah, I think 20% off the, or 10 to 20% off the peak. Yes. I just don't know when the peak is. I think the peak is more than likely. I think the peak is sometime next year. That's an interesting way to look at it. So I think, again, price is falling 20% from today over the yeah. next three or four years for me goes from 1%, which was this year to only 10%. Yeah. I think there are some air, again, I got to be very clear. I think there are some cities easily see a 10 to 20% haircut. Sure. I'm talking nation, which is what I'm talking to here. Um, if we talk about 20% off the peak, and I think peak is probably 2024. Okay. Um, early 2024. Um, okay. Yeah, three or four years after that, may maybe. 
It's just, yeah. I've looked at 50 years and we've only had one time where we've seen real estate crash that much. And it was the great recession because of the debt structure. It was. So it was. Uh, 20% I, up the peak for the nation. Uh, maybe I put it 15 or 20%. I think that people, I think that, I think that we're going to have to all grow up a lot in 2023 and 2024 and start to take the medicine. Yeah, you know, we we've been shout we've been shouting about all these low rates and crazy cheap money and all this stuff. We've been shouting about it for a year and a half. Yeah. And the fact of the matter is is that you eventually have to pay that bill. Mm-hmm. And I know everyone always says you have to pay that bill. Mm-hmm. But we are going to have a recession and it's going to be deeper than the last one yeah. or pro- maybe deeper than the last one. It's not going to be as violent, I don't think. Yeah, it'll be it'll be more stretched out. It won't be. It will be. It's going to be longer. It's going to be a longer feeling of malaise and kind of gross and stagflation. Something and like the seventies, maybe. Maybe just like that, and oh, it might even know. have to do with oil as well. Oh, my shocking! Goodness. Shocking. Yeah. So it's going to be very interesting to see because I think you know the, we're not talking politics, but the midterm elections I think will change. Oh yeah, yeah, I think right because no one likes the direction that no one can like the direction that we're going. Well, and and in fairness to everyone, the (laughs) sitting president has always lost the midterm election, or at least yes, everything that I've seen, and I don't think this I don't think this one will be different. It's just a question of by how much, and with that, how much is then what starts to see what policies may change, like people. Yeah, there's going to be very. I think what we have now is we have a, a a government that does basically nothing, which. For me, kind of a good thing usually. So, yeah, just stay out of our stuff. Stay out of our stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I think things come twenty percent off the off the top, but I don't okay. think the top is for another year, yeah. year yeah, okay. and a half. I like it. Yeah. So again, it's 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 really crazy because I thought about the video number two, twenty percent up. Because again, I didn't call it. I was calling high single digits. Yeah. But now I really think CPI could be ten percent this year. Unreal. You take a 10% CPI, which obviously is going to make it in real estate, lumber, all these. It's like, sure. geez. And then you add another eight or nine on top of that. You get to 20 really easy. Then you add on a 40-year mortgage, first-time buyer, unemployment falling, wages up. I'm like, oh my God, this could be nuts. Well, yeah. It's like there's free money at every counter. Just, you know, it, it yeah, it gets scary. Yeah. Oh, well, well, I'm, uh, I'm glad I'm shopping for more and more residential. Let's be clear. I don't feel great about commercial. I think commercial, I, here, I'll say this right here. I think commercial could fall 20% easy. This year? Easy. No, probably not this year. Cause again, it's the debt structure, right? They have three, five, seven, certainly, uh, certainly 2023, 2024. I think uh, commercial could fall 20%. But again, this conversation was houses. Cause most of us invest in houses. Yeah, I think I think commercial can be down double digits this year, ten percent this year because I think that I know people that are having loans reset. Mm, I've seen it too, and it's that should should get a lot worse towards the end of the year, mm-hmm. right? And so a lot of people are trying to get in front of their banks and saying, "Hey, listen, hey! three seven five now or four now, but what would you think about four and a half and give me another five years?" Yeah, and like literally overpaying from what the market is right now, so. We'll see. I mean, hopefully people, yeah, I mean, you can do that on some deals on other deals. You can't do that. Nope. They want out. Yeah. Again, I've worked with banks that were lending great commercial. And then four or five years later, when the refi comes out, they don't want to touch that. I invest in Fresno, California. I remember going with a bank, which I won't name, gave me a loan. They were excited. I went back to refi, never missed a payment. They're like, sorry, we don't invest in that city anymore. 
forcing me to refi out and get a new bank. I mean, that stuff happens. So it does. Yeah. Commercial, big trouble. But this conversation was residential. How can people find you? Lumberjack Landlord on YouTube and Lumberjack Landlord on Instagram. Awesome, buddy. Thank you. Thanks, Mike.